0: Hello, namaste, and welcome to Voices of Yosha, our special place to discuss health. Health perceived as multidimensional with aspects of the mind, body, soul, community, family, joy, contentment, learnings from ancient sciences and modern medicine, with a special emphasis on women's health in the context of the Indian subcontinent. We are very grateful to the grant from the Pollination Project to make this podcast possible. While motherhood is so glorified in our movies, in our texts, and the general image in society, not everything is hunky-dory for a young mother. And today we're going to be speaking about depression linked to pregnancy. So antenatal depression, which is called postpartum depression or PPD, and we are very kindly been joined today by Pankri she is a young mother in her early 30s a first time mother who had a slightly traumatic experience with her pregnancy because during the second wave of the covid pandemic in india where more than 250000 people at an estimate lost their lives at the peak of that wave she also contracted covid while she was pregnant so we're going to hear about how she overcame COVID and a postpartum depression and handling preterm or preemie baby as she terms it. So welcome, Bankuri. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you so much, Rupali. And it's my pleasure to be part of the, the seminar and we can go ahead. So what made you realize that you were going through postpartum depression? So basically, I had a very traumatic experience regarding the childbirth. Mm -hmm. And uh, after I came home, I realized that I was mentally, I was very, very depressed. My whole, if we talk about physical body, my whole muscles used to get tight, which was a very, very different feeling, which I have never, ever experienced in my life. Mm -hmm. And then I eventually started realizing that Something is really overshadowing my thoughts. The whole day, I'm just thinking that what my life is going to be, what's going to happen. And eventually, I addressed it as postpartum
0: depression. And we went to the doctor and they said that it, it is PPD. Did you do this with your obstetrician gynecologist or did you go to your family doctor? Or was it through the family that you were able to diagnose that you were going through postpartum depression or PPD? So we went to both. The
1: gynecologist said that it's very, very natural to go through it. Hmm. And in my case, definitely this was meant to happen. Also, Hmm. the family doctor, we went and they said that, again, it's very natural to happen and she has to cope with it.
0: Okay.
1: So did they offer you any coping mechanisms? Yeah, they did. Honestly, I wanted to go on medications because I just felt that I was completely going, I would just quote it as insane because I was just not myself. And they were very adamant that they don't want to put me on medication because it just becomes a habit. So they uh, asked me to cope in different ways, and uh, which were more of like that go in a fresh air, think about something else, watch movies. That was one of the ways that
0: they asked me to cope with it. Both the family practitioner and the gynecologist obstetrician offer the same type of coping mechanisms to you? Similar,
1: yeah. The gynecologist, she did offer, she said that if she wants to be on medication, we can prescribe her. But Mm -hmm. also my family was not really keen into it. And they said that they want me to come out of it naturally. Mm -hmm. And of course, there has been an immense family support, which which eventually helped me a lot.
0: Right. So you discussed this also with the senior women in the family, like maybe your mother, mother mother-in-law, aunts in law, grandmothers, whoever, is there in the family and around it what kind of support did they offer
1: you to be very honest it was very very uh, obvious with me they could see it they could feel it because I was mostly I was extremely depressed and I was crying and it was uncontrollable crying like I used to get up in the morning and I just used to think that I just don't want to live anymore like uh, why is it Mm -hmm. me and how will I cope with it so, yeah, so they could all see it and the, all of them actually explain in different ways. My mother, she has been an immense support and so did my mother-in-law and she said that she might take time and we might just need to change the air for her, like take her out of the city. So, yeah, that was one of the way
0: which really helped me. So the primary suggestion to you was to have a change of scene, get move into some place different where... You would have a completely new perspective, some fresh air and away from the current scene, which seemed to somehow overwhelm you. True, true, because
1: staying in the same place really uh, makes it difficult for you. So the change of air really helped me, the change of city.
0: Now, you had a more complex pregnancy in the second half. And for the benefit of our listeners, I would like you to just share what is it that became so special in your situation and very complex in those last few months of your pregnancy, which created extra complications?
1: Till five and a half to six months, I had a wonderful pregnancy. I was very active. It was my first pregnancy and we were very thrilled. I'm originally based from Jaipur, but I'm married in Gujarat. So I went back to my mother's home, being the only girl. They were very kicked that uh, they're going to be you know soon uh, grandparents mm. and then the covid hit and they were very very cautious with me as any parent would be but my family they went for the the second dose of covid vaccine and when they came back eventually my parents started picking up fever and through them i also got fever and eventually all of us had fever including my niece and nephew who are one year old and uh, my father got very panicked and he decided me to put me in the hospital so I was hospitalized and the situation as everyone knows was very bad there were no beds yeah
0: this is at the peak of the the second wave
1: exactly absolutely peak there were no beds and through through we got a bed and and one day I wake up and I'm in the personal room second day I'm in the ICU third day I realized that it's just not helping and I'm just deteriorating and and i realized that i am on ventilator so that's how the situation kept on you ventilator. were
0: conscious when you were on the ventilator
1: so basically they sedate you throughout mm-hmm. the whole process but right. at you know at few few uh, hours they wake you up so that the person is behaving normally or he's or she's okay so they wake you up and they ask you and they, they make you realize that this is how it is, it is happening. So you're not really traumatized. So I knew it, that yeah, the situation is just deteriorating and it's, it's gonna be one hell of a journey.
0: And were you worried about the baby?
1: I was, honestly, I was really worried about the baby. So I, I used to tell each and every nurse that don't touch my tummy, make sure that the baby is okay. Because most of them didn't even knew that I'm pregnant because that's how the situation was in the hospital. Right. Was, everyone was just going crazy, and, and I don't blame them. That's how the situation was. If, if I'm awake, I used to tell each and every nurse that please, please just make sure that the baby's okay and you don't put me injection in the stomach or don't overdose me with any of the medicines. So, so, yeah, I was very worried.
0: And by the time you delivered your preterm baby, you had recovered from COVID?
1: No, 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 no. I recovered from the COVID after almost 12 to 15 days after I delivered.
0: Okay. Did you at any point think that the postpartum depression that you went through was also perhaps linked to COVID? Because a lot of people recovering from COVID ...thereafter also go into a bout of depression?
1: Uh, honestly, in my case, I would not relate to that.
0: Postpartum okay. depression
1: is absolutely a different kind of feeling... ...and yes. COVID is a different kind of feeling. But people are just correlating it... ...thinking that you know the trauma that they have gone through in COVID... ...might result into that. But But no, it, it's a different case. It's a different story. So people should understand that a, a woman is going through PPD... ...needs a different kind of a support
0: mentally. So now specifically... For our listeners and our other women and audience listening in today, who might get help from your story, what kind of support is helpful for someone who's going through PPD or postpartum depression?
1: My best suggestion would be, first, don't give up. Don't feel that this is the end of the world. The whole journey is definitely worth the worth. It is very difficult. I will not say it's easy. But again, you're a woman and you have multi powers and just believe in yourself. Secondly, don't be ashamed to seek help. It is a very, very normal thing and be open about it. Tell your family to be supportive. Take as much help as you can. Take as much rest as you can. Also, ask your partner to be around you and be very, very gentle with you in terms of food, in terms of helping you, in terms of helping with the kid. It really, the woman needs her partner at this
0: moment. She needs that kind of a support. Okay. So, yeah. And you were fortunate to have that. And I think also fortunate to have a help, very helpful mother and mother-in-law around. Because Definitely. they can understand that difficulty that you're going through. While the partner can only imagine it, right? They've not been able to experience that pain. So, true. if I have to sum it up, I'm going to list a few things that you've mentioned and please feel free to add on to it. So, one okay. is a change of scene, I move away into a fresh situation, which will perhaps break that overwhelming feeling of having to take care of yourself, your body, and this little new angel coming into your life another thing is perhaps seek as much help from those around you discuss your issue with them seek help from your partner and ask him to be extremely gentle when he's around you and with your condition i think i would like to add that people do not be judgmental at this point because you are in a very not you but anyone would be in a very delicate a fragile emotional state at that point i wondering whether you would say that any nutritional compensation which helps you recover faster from ppd that you noticed honestly
1: Yes, the the woman needs a proper kind of nutrition to gain the strength back. And I think in India, most of the women and the mother-in-laws are aware that how they are going to treat the person who has just delivered. And I would just request all the women out there that don't hesitate, you know, thinking that I might gain weight or anything. Because those 40 days really determine your your next 100 days, you know, your 100, so I'm, I'm really sorry, those 40 days really determine your next 100 years. Yeah. Those nutrition are very, very important to have it so that your next 100 years are going to be absolutely healthy. So just go for it. Don't hesitate. And whatever your mother or mother was suggesting, they are very well experienced in that. So... So just just trust their instinct and when it comes to weight, you can always shut it down. But you need to be healthy. That is very, very important.
0: A topic that I would like to address even in one of our upcoming episodes is the importance of traditional nutrition. And I was wondering, you know, in our Asian cultures, whether it's in India or any in, of the surrounding countries, we do have traditional foods which are given to pregnant women and more so after her delivery. We have these specific things that given, for example, in North India, it is uh, gong ke do ghee, and pepper, gong. These are all important ingredients for her post-delivery recovery. I was wondering if there were any specific things like that that you had and you recall that helped you in your recovery journey.
1: Um, so honestly, Rupali, my case was very different because mm. my body had also gone through another experience so the doctor said not to really overfeed me with methi ke laddu and everything because they generate a lot of heat in the body right but uh, eventually when I started feeling okay so they like my family made sure that I have enough of ghee Mm. and uh, as you mentioned some gone ke laddu and methi ke laddu so that whatever nutrition was not given to me in Mm. my pregnancy after delivering the baby so that is covered so yeah I would definitely say that definitely eat ghee, definitely uh, eat all the laddus, uh, no matter whatever you hear from the doctors, because these days the doctor says not to have it, not yes. to gain so much weight. But in my experience, I would recommend that definitely have it. And uh, I have seen in my family with my other sisters, all of them are very, very healthy because they actually followed the whole tradition of eating after delivering hmm. the baby. So, yeah. right.
0: And did you do some form of yoga or meditation or any other supportive activities for the mind and soul, which perhaps also helped you in the path to recovery. Yeah,
1: yeah, that, that's true. I did I did a little bit of meditation. I'm not really into it. Hmm. But once you really go into depression, you the whole thing is Rupali that you need to have that willpower to come out of it. If you want, to, you really want to come out of it, you will make sure that you do everything that helps you in that. And in the end, I just felt that I need to meditate to keep my thoughts shut, I need to breathe. And Mm. I actually downloaded some of the apps in my phone, for Mm. example, breathe and all that to Mm. to help myself, Mm. that I want to recover in that. But in the end, I would just say, and so did my doctors, that I really had that willpower that I want to be happy, I want to be healthy. I want to be just what I was earlier. And I want to have a help. So I was very determined about that. So once you really put an energy into that, the universe actually
0: makes that happen. So the important point you're mentioning is to have the willpower. So you just have to say, I'm okay, I'm going to be okay and everything will be fine. And do not let yourself constantly slide into this negative whirlpool of thoughts.
1: Yeah yeah totally you have to say that that i want to be healthy i want to be happy i want my life in certain manner and i am gonna be okay and my baby and i'm gonna really enjoy with my baby once he or she grows up so the more you think about all of this the more the worth the journey and i'll just be very quick and i would just like to add a very important point always connect to other mothers who have gone through it in my case i had a preemie baby and he was an extremely preemie baby. So what I did, I researched that in India, how many women have delivered the baby as, as, as preemie as my baby. There are a lot of premature baby, but my case was very, very unexpected. So the women who have delivered in six months, I have actually connected with them. Some of them are actually celebrities and they were very helpful in reverting me back on Instagram. And I asked them, I asked them how I can help myself. I asked them how the future is going to be. And they all reverted back. And it really, really, really supported me. Wonderful. So yes, always connect with other women. They will really guide you. Because once they sail the same boat, they know how the other person is feeling. Right. Right. So don't hesitate. Don't don't just think that what will people will think. Go out in the world and connect and there are multiple groups that you will have multiple facebook groups across the world and multiple groups in india as well so connect with them and speak to different kind of people different kind of women whether it is a covid case or a ppd or whatever the case but go out and talk to them it's definitely going to help you
0: lovely and would you also want to just touch upon why you didn't to take antidepressants because it's an easy way out and like you said, you were tempted, but it because it is so hard to go on like that for weeks, if not months. When you were going through postpartum depression or PPD, what kept you going down that route? So I would
1: definitely say that you should not hesitate and take it. I really wanted to take it. But as you know that this is India and the families are little, little conservative towards this approach, which I feel is wrong. I would just tell everyone that there's nothing wrong in it, unless and until you're addicted to it. So my family, they were not not they were not convinced me to go in that path. So did my husband. He wanted me to come out of naturally, but because I had that willpower, I came out. But there are a lot of women who really struggle through it. So if you if antidepressant can actually help you, I don't think there's anything wrong in it. It might just make the way way easier. You know,
0: like you just feel mentally relaxed. Right. so yeah and if you've gone through a severe depression or postpartum depression with the first baby would it keep you from going down the parental route again and as you would recall the whole experience and in your case it became more t- traumatic because of covid and a preterm premature baby in addition to care for.
1: Yeah, I understood. So there's, I spoke to a lot of people, as I said, so they said that because they had a traumatic experience, they might not want to have another baby. Hmm. In my case, I would just say that once they start getting older, and then, you know, like, once you see them running, and once you see them hugging you, it just all worked great. So what I've gone through, I looking at my child today, I just feel it's everything is worth because today he's standing in front of me, and he's hugging me. So right. I, nothing holds me back to have another child. We will have another baby because we want to give a sibling to our baby. So yeah, um, I don't think anything should define and every experience is different. Just because you had a bad experience in the first place. So like I would just say to ladies out there, it doesn't mean that your second pregnancy is also going to be difficult. So wonderful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just because you had a first postpartum depression doesn't mean that again you will have it. You might, be, you might have come out way stronger than you think. So so don't
0: hold anything back. If you want to have, have it. If you don't want to have, just
1: enjoy your first
0: baby. I would just say that. Since you've said women should reach out to other women and seek support, would you be willing, if anyone from our community of Voices of Yosha or one of our listeners is going through postpartum depression, needs a bit of a nudge or a supporting hand, would you be willing to reach out to them and support them in some way by giving them advice? absolute pleasure
1: and honor if I can even help one woman coming out of it I am already counseling few of people who are going through say divorce or any other kind of depression so they come to me and they ask me that how did you cope and it gives me so much happiness that a few of my words, encourage them and help them, you know, uh, coming out of their, whatever their situation was. So yes. please, anyone who feels free, please come and contact me. All I want to say that life is too precious to be sad or depressed. Just make the most out of it.
0: Thank you so much, Pankri, And I really appreciate you making time for all the other women who are going through a hard and difficult phase in their lives. Thank you for your generosity and also for your empathy with other women. I do hope that any woman who is going through a difficult time, needs help, will reach out. Just send us a message on the podcast page and we will forward your message to Pankri so that she can connect with you. When you reach out, don't forget to write your email or WhatsApp number in the message. Thank you so much. Very kind of you, Pankri.
1: Thank you for the wonderful opportunity. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.
0: After that insightful heart-to-heart with Pankhuri, let's take a moment to walk the talk and practice some mindfulness, a brief meditation today on the beautiful word OM. OM is very powerful and is part of our daily mantras and yoga in India for the last 5000 years. The sounds of OM are magical because the sound reverberates in the frontal cortex of the brain and brings a sense of calm. So sit down in a comfortable position with your hands resting gently on your knees, palms facing upwards, the tips of your index finger and thumb joined together in the dhyantra. Once you've settled down, close your eyes and take a deep breath. Inhale and exhale. Inhale and exhale. Inhale and exhale. Om. 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 Allow the vibrations to flow through your body and mind. When you're ready. Gently open your eyes. Thank you for joining in today. Hope you enjoyed listening in. And if you know someone who would enjoy listening to Voices of Yosha too, do share and follow. In our next episode, Voices of Yosha, we will be talking to Dr. Umaram, again about another phase of a woman's life which isn't very often spoken about, menopause. See you next time.